Hey, everybody. Not everybody can be Jack Herrera or Vivian McPeak, Keith Strop, or even Danny Danko, but, you know, we're all somebody with a story to tell, and today I'd like to talk to my friend, Christopher Allen Fisher. What up, Chris? Hey, how's it going? Good, brother. So, you're from Arizona. Oh, by the way, another thing I'm doing, I'm going to try to do, so uh, Tom, uh, the main guy for the uh, my, my partner here, uh, he likes to set the barrier for quality at eighths, you know, prices and whatnot. Yeah. So I got some narrows here, which is uh, a hybrid mimosa and uh, 20 bucks. Okay. I mean, See, out, out here, we've got uh, some pretty comparable pricing. I mean, of course, they sell us everything in these very non-discreet. I mean, you <laughs> you know what you're looking at, but you can't see anything. Yeah. But this is a uh, Jerry Roll. So this was an indica dominant hybrid, okay. um, and I think I paid sixty for a half. So I think their eight prices are probably you know, like twenty five, thirty bucks, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad, and it's good quality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I've actually I was just about to break some up, but I've got a little nug right there. I don't know how nice. well you can see it, but the color, you know, is usually what I look at. It's got that very distinct kind of lime green color some orange hairs in it it's very you know very good quality it's pretty pretty solid what on your guys labeling like for this guy i mean shit 20 dollar ace for us is like in the beginning of 502 i was scared dude because 502 is our law the one that right, made it recreational right. legal and uh because some of the shit i tried for cheap with uh, i'm an asthmatic and so same somebody yeah. with a, yeah i mean you're you got an, uh, a deficient immune system as well which we get into but uh, you know, when you when you have issues already, you notice like you know shitty Big weed. Time. Big time. <laughs> you know, I, uh, not purge. Use with uh, uh, pesticides. Like this motherfucker says, because uh, uh, sometimes they list pesticides, sometimes they don't. But this one lists safer brand name and Nukem. Hmm. Now so I know oh, out here they actually mandate that you, if you use any pesticides or anything, uh, even organic, they mandate no that it's yeah. So like on our packaging. Uh, you know, it'll tell you what kind of what kind of pesticides are used. Um, I mean, we also have like our packaging is very specific. Uh, again, I don't know with the webcam quality how well you can. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. So it it basically gives you warnings all the way from if you're pregnant, you know, uh, this had pesticides used in it, or you know, anything that could be construed as negative or towards people's health. So they well, they give you that warning up front. That's fucking great. You know, I wish they did that here in Washington, along with just requiring the testing because they only require full spectrum testing when i say full spectrum i mean minerals and pesticides and all that for our medical side for the recreational side it's like just test the minimum yeah basically Why? people just care you know whether or not it's acidic and what the percentage is on it that's kind of yeah. what i've seen but you know it's like if you just list all the shit people are going to buy it people buy cigarettes people buy alcohol people are going to totally. buy shitty you know that's how you create the the bar, I think, the par for the market, you know. I think so. Because I mean, you you've been growing for how long? Uh, I just started my new seed to uh, seed to plant grow. I've never had my own grow, so we'll okay. preface that. I, I this is the first time that I've kind of you know from the ground up everything from going to Home Depot and and buying oh. you know my pots, my soil, my nutrients, everything. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, a few years ago, I used to work for a couple of guys that had their own grow. It was fully indoor hydro setup, and so I was 
Uh, I was a little bit more familiar with upkeep on plants, yeah. not so much on how to get them going. So this has been a great experience for me, man. I've been doing it now for about three weeks. Uh, my nice. seedlings, I showed you some pictures and I'm, I'm glad yeah. to you know share those around, but yeah. my seedlings are doing great, man. Like I've had them going just for that short little period and they're already popping out yeah. of the ground, getting real big. They love the sunlight out here, man. They really do. But like, so you you just planted those, you know. Traditionally, people plant in October. Or I mean, yes. uh, April. Uh, you're right. It's it's late season. Yeah. <laughs> is, is how's it going to be in Colorado? Can you, can you keep them outside or? Yes, at least until you know November, sometime around there. We get our first major freeze. Everybody kind of always assumes that on Halloween it's going to snow because it usually oh, does. No shit. So yeah, yeah. I've lived here for five years now, man, and uh, out of five, four of those years, it's snowed here in oh, Colorado. That's pretty cool. So people usually go out, you know, triple layered up on Halloween and, and they're ready for it. <laughs> but that's kind of my my uh, my worry point uh, right after that. It's like, all right, I'm going to have to either bring these inside or yeah. hopefully by that point, the, the change in light has kind of caused it enough, you know, that it'll be able to bud and I can maybe even get a, a harvest out of an outdoor. But we'll see how it goes, man. Well, you're going to deal with some height, too, man, because, you know, once they hit about, uh, I sent you the picture of my boys, his yeah, probably yeah. about a foot tall. And honestly, it should be bigger, but I think he fucked up by not pulling it out of uh, the plant or the uh, small pot. The original, bigger. yep, so yeah. it wasn't able to The root ball kind of just says, okay, this is how big I'll be, <laughs> you know, which is cool, man. I'm cool with a two-foot plant that produces whatever bud, you know, it's yeah. going to be the first grow. Uh but and then because you got like what like ten of them going on, uh, so I have a few. Yeah, <laughs> put it that way. Um, most say, of more than three because I got two going right now. Which, I mean, a garden itself, uh, I can show you my backyard, bro. Yeah, yeah. Even my my regular garden, like with tomatoes and survival shit. There's no way I could live off my gardening. Like, there's a reason. Why I people... kind of, I I kind of see your point, and I think I'm in the same boat, man. Um. I mean, everybody has their own level of usage. Yeah. I smoke about a half ounce every three or four days. Like, I mean, yeah, my totally. usage is, I think, on par with a lot of the people that use daily and, and, you know, use it as a medication. And so for me, I'm looking at what I have and I'm like, there's no way that what I'm growing is going to sustain me, even if. Oh, no. It, no. Know, I mean, yeah. even if I got a full yield out of, uh, and I'm just doing the math, if I had no females, which only two of the strands that I planted, or not female, if I had no males, only two of the yeah. strains that I planted were non-guaranteed seeds. So worst case scenario, man, I'll probably have like nine plants. So That's not, that's not too bad. Yeah, and if I even if they don't get a full budding cycle, which they won't because it's the time of the year, it's just too late. Mm. But uh, if I get to a point where they even just start to bud and I get, you know, three weeks, a month of growth oh, out of it, fuck dude, yeah, dude. I'm going to have probably a good pound of, of harvest just for me. And you know, that pound, you know, because luckily you have the, the recreational and medical market out there. Yes. That pound is going to only last you. It's kind of like with hunters. You know, when they get like a deer and they put the deer in the freezer. You got a lot. Yeah. You're like, hey, man, I'm about to roll up a really fat joint. Like, look, I got a pound of weed, dude. Who cares? And then right, right. I mean, as you do consumer, that a few times. Yeah, it's like a, I mean, it's cool for parties. You know, you bust them out once in a while, but but yeah. that's gonna be like your craft, right? That's gonna be like your homebrew, right? Where it's like this is a special occasion, not unless it's turned out to be shit, which you know you that's have to possible. admit when your kids are assholes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You but know, you know I, it, 
hopefully it'll work out for you, bro. But because uh, you're also growing for because you have uh, a, a stomach issue, right? Is it gastric? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I, you know, a little bit about, you know, my, my medical history from the past. And unfortunately, uh, so I, just to put everybody else in, in spectrum here, I am a two time cancer survivor. So the chemotherapy does a lot of things to the human body. The main thing that most people are familiar with is nausea, um, you know, anxiety, stress, that kind of thing. Unfortunately, and you can find this out from asking anybody who's, uh, you know, a bulimic or, or has problems with throwing up or, or excessive throwing up. Yeah. When you build up that acid, as you throw up, it eats at the lining of your throat. It eats at the lining of your stomach. Everything begins to break down. So mm. I was lucky enough that, you know, I, um, I made it through my first two rounds of treatment within a year, year and a half. But that was just enough time to really impact my stomach long term. So while I'm very fortunate to be able to make it through and, and to still be here, I'm actually going on my fifth year. Uh, so officially, I'm considered cancer free this year. Nice. But uh, thank Yay. you, thank you, man. I'm, I'm really happy about it. But the biggest thing for me is is that you know the nausea is the one thing that's stuck. So I do have pretty consistent nausea, and I'm very fortunate that you know I was able to find the right medication for me. They gave yeah. me every medication. I mean, there are like nine or 10 different IV and pill form of anti-nausea drugs. And I had success with none of them. But like, you know, we, we talked before, cause this, this was all in Arizona when you were experiencing your growing up where you're from. Right. And that was when it was prohibition. Like when I moved, I moved out of Arizona, right. When it became medical and yep. I came to the, the promised land of Seattle and, uh, uh, you know, it's whatever. But, uh, my, my friends from Oregon would ask me like, Hey man, do you miss, you know, do, do you wish you didn't move in time? And, you know, I lived in Tucson. I, I enjoy the food. Um, it was cool to see a lot of brown people that were yeah. like, you know, because I, I used to live in the East Coast. I used to live in uh, um, uh, just from my perspective, I never seen a bunch of engineer, Mexican engineers like that speak English, you know, brown yeah. people like that. When I say like that, but, you know, oh, they're all, they're no, all they're, Americans and shit. Yeah. yeah but like, yeah. I know exactly what you mean, dude. Yeah. Um... And very professional world, I guess. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah. Uh, and it's also got its politics and its weirdness, right? Like the Minutemen shit and all that stuff, which, you know, not a fan, whatever. Right. But, uh, <laughs> a bunch of crazy motherfuckers. But, uh, but while you were there, though, I mean, because you were sick during the Prohibition time and you found out that this helped you. Uh, what? Because um, you were also a recreational consumer. Right. What made you decide, like, you know what? I should really just try smoking weed. Because honestly, that's my always my go-to nowadays. It's like, okay, oh. you know what? Especially as I'm older, dude, I'm... I'm almost going to hit 50 and things more things are hurting more when I do stupid <laughs> shit. I get it, man. I get yeah. it. And the weed really honestly helps when I smoke a bowl in a day. I get a little looser. I can still lift heavy things and do shit. But if I don't smoke my bowl or whatever, I'm just a little bitch. I mean, I'll be all right. But, you know, I um, so I can actually relate in a couple of ways. So I'll I'll give you a story from recently, man. I. As a result of the the chemo and everything, I've also got some back issues as well. So that's why I can relate to you a lot in that aspect of like, I do anything, man. I go out to water my plants. I feel like I'm creaking. My joints are like freaking, you know, I just, I feel, <laughs> feel really old, even though I'm uh, in society standard, I'm not. Um, but because of that, I go to a pain management specialist and they know I use cannabis. Luckily here in Colorado, a lot of the doctors are very open to that. Um, right but 
Yeah, it is. It's it's a huge difference for me coming from Arizona, man. I don't know if you've ever told any of the doctors, you know, in Arizona. Nope. Yeah, they don't like that <laughs> yeah, at yeah. all. They do not want to hear that. They are like, you are addicted. You are you have nausea because you smoke marijuana. Well, let's talk about that because that's a brave step that I never really thought about because um, my whole activism or whatever the bullshit, um, I always think generally everything's a lie. Like, like most of the time you got to bullshit your way through everything just to get Fair. to a get your foot through the door or whatever. Like yeah. uh, when I joined the Navy, they asked me how many times you, you smoke pot. And I had dreadlocks and had a, a, a mini record <laughs> and told them three times. I only smoked three times in my life because that's what they wanted to hear. That's right. what the recruiter said, right? Because and anything got, more than that, you're an addict. And yeah. All this whatever. Other, yep. yep. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. And then, uh, you know, and he also tells me when you go to the Navy and you go start boot camp, they do this. They, they put you on the side. They separate everybody. And they say, okay, you, this is your last chance to tell us anything that you did. Because right. we'll find out. Which oh, they sure. don't even fucking care. They don't fucking, no one, no. You know, unless you're going to be some sort of person that's going to be involved in top secret shit, then they're digging. But other than right. that, you know. But yeah, so, sorry, I get distracted no, no. in my, my side stories. But, <laughs> but you know, the, the bravery of telling a doctor, like, yeah, this cannabis is my choice as a medicine to, to treat me. Because I... I never really thought about that, but that is a brave thing to do in your, no matter what position, because you're trying to no shit treat an element that you have. You know, my son right. has IBS and oh man, I, I even tried weed when he was like 12. I was like, dude, just yeah. try this. And it didn't yeah. help him. So I was like, okay, that's out the door. Now what's next? We got to figure out what the fuck's going on. Right. And we just learned it's something he has to live with. then, you know, it's not a, there's no cure for what he has. It's, it's no. a stomach yeah. issue. Yeah, but, no, I, um, I know some people with Crohn's and, and yeah, a Crohn's. lot of people with IBS. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm very familiar and and it's not. I, I think that's a society a society thing is they all think like, well, there's a pill or something for yes. that. No, there's not. There's really not. Yeah, and, and when you know you find that gave the him cannabis, that relief. Yeah, when you but when you find that the plant is the thing that helps you, and they're still trying to give you the pill, how do you just tell them like, look, I know, I know, I'm missing my leg and it's never going to come back or whatever. Right. Or, you know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what what made you decide? Okay, I need to stand by this and put this in my record and be like this. So obviously, being in in um, you know when you when you're in a position where you're about to die or have a possibility of dying, you kind of hit this. Uh, I, I call it the fuck it point. You know, yeah. like I have nothing to lose by telling my doctors. I have nothing to lose by, you know, being open and honest with them. And I didn't feel like it was something that they needed to know. Like, I didn't think it was going to impede my treatment in any way. You know, it wasn't going to, okay. wasn't going to make my chemo work less or anything like that. Mm. But I, I more so did it because I wanted to explain to them that what they were giving me wasn't working. They were yeah. giving me all these medications, pills, IV bags, different things that I was basically torturing myself with. I mean, at one point I was taking 14 pills a day and well, yeah. you know, it's, you hit a point where you're like, look, this works. Like, I don't care if you want to keep prescribing me these pills, but just understand that this is the thing that works. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I, I just, it's so sad that like my dad died of cancer and I tried to get him weed beforehand. I tried to get him to smoke. I was like, just give it a fucking shot. But he, uh, I think he was just too far gone at that point. And, uh, you know, it, and then, or I had, a, I had a neighbor who had brain uh, cancer, a tumor, and some kind of people gave me some RSO to get him for him to try. They, uh, he denied it. He's like, I can't, I can't, I can't risk it. Like, why don't you try the natural thing first? 
I got to admit, man, my experience with RSO was was amazing. Um, I, I mean, you hear stories from people all day long. And for the longest time, I also, just like you, had that that matter of like bullshit. You know, like yeah. I, I saw I was like, no way. You're going to tell me that an extract from a plant that some guy in his basement made cured cancer. And in a lot of ways, it surprised me. I yeah. mean, it really did. Like, uh, you know, because of that, I now know a lot more about marijuana. I did more research and, and you know, I found out that the, the compounds within do a lot of things for the human body, not just for the receptors within. But I mean, there are, uh, you know, metabolisms that were on either side, too fast, too slow, that have kind of been regulated from the use of cannabis. There are people who oh. like me who are nauseous all the yeah. time and they found an anti-nausea medication in cannabis. Yeah. I mean, there are so many things that we don't know, but yeah. the stuff that we do know should be enough at this point. It should be you know? enough to, to frustrate every single motherfucker, left, right, Republican, Democrat, whatever the yeah. fuck, to say, you know what? But see, also, I think there's that whole, <clears throat> you know, we, we're living in really tense moments, you know? And, uh, and I think that underlying... Uh, anger and stuff is the fact that people uh, you have to understand and accept and it's blatantly right there pointing at you that the government's lying to you like it doesn't have your best interest most of the time no. if uh, and, and again back to cannabis uh, you know we don't talk about the endocannabinoid system we don't talk about how because we talk about our nervous systems we'll talk about mental health but there's the endocannabinoid system that your body has that's entwined with everything that the plant itself is medicine, you know, yeah. uh, you know, we found out when people want to go out to sea and didn't have vitamin C with them, we found out that we it's get true. scurvy, yeah. but you know, how do we find out? Is it the madness in this world that we're going through right now? I mean, I think that the world is vitamin THC deficient, you know, I, I've never heard it said like that before, but I like that. I, um, <laughs> I agree. I heavily agree with that. It's just, uh, you you know, because it, it does help a lot of people. It does, you know, and, and people when people say cures cancer, they get frustrated and say, fuck you, no, it doesn't. How right. is the government going to hide the cure for cancer? How is the government going to hide? I can yeah. tell you, you know, from firsthand experience, I'll tell you why. The government makes money in every aspect of cancer treatment. And, and yeah. it's not just in taxation. They make money through subsidies that they get just for having the the laws enacted that prevent cannabis from being legal and yeah. a treatment for people like you know people like me people like your son i mean there are yeah. tons of people out there that if they didn't have to do this other treatment if they could use the thing that has been proven to work for yeah. not just thousands i mean there are millions of people that testify to the ability of marijuana and cannabis as a whole yeah but how do we get to the point where it's the promise of a pill? Like it's got to be this 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 pill that's going to make everything correct. Like, uh, you Money. know, we all wish that there was some big daddy out there taking care of us, but there's not. No, you know? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you know, the politicians don't give a fuck about us. The uh, uh, they care uh, about our money. Yeah. They really care about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Or ratings. You know, apparently Trump is big on the fucking. You know, I'm the best. I'm the most favoritest person <laughs> of the whole world. Just you know, well. You could be, buddy, if you just legalize weed. This motherfucker's doing pen strokes. You might as well, you know. I mean, that's that'd be the one turning point for me. I'd be like, all right, fuck it. You can burn yeah. the world down, but you released all the prisoners. I'm voting for you. You know what? And that's the thing. I think you know that's one thing that you and I agree with, as well as a lot of the people that are in our circle. If we're gonna make marijuana legal, which we should, 
it should have been done years ago. It's not just a matter of making it legal. How yeah. many pot prisoners are there? How many people are there in prison right now? Not even for small amounts of time. I mean, you look at people like, you know, Lance Glore and, and people who are in prison for life and a lot for of stuff it, like this. Like, uh, uh, or just like a probable cause. You know, how much of yeah. a probable cause to fuck with you? Yeah. You know? and, and here, that, that's another reason why I'm, I'm happy to, to have this discussion with you and have you on is you're also a working professional. You're, you're an IT guy, right? Yep, I uh, I started out very young. I was uh, I was about twelve years old when I first got into the field and had my first IT professional job. By the time I was like seventeen. So do you feel like because this is what I like to say is you're you're out of the cannabis closet, you know? Yeah, you're all yeah, like, absolutely. hey, <laughs> I'll I'll tell anybody. I mean, I've worked for hospitals, which for anybody who doesn't know, uh, hospitals are a 100% zero tolerance environment for Drug anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And most of the guys that I worked with never knew. They had no clue. I came in to work high most of my days. I mean, I, <laughs> I can tell you definitively, I don't think there's been a day in the last six years where I haven't been high from the moment that I got up to yeah. the moment that I went to sleep. And it's not, I'm sure that some guy somewhere will tell me it's because I'm an addict, but I can tell you that for me, it's relief. And you're still productive I mean, with your day. You're still oh, productive. Totally. And, and that's what I, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you almost, but I'm not my own. Like I'm not a coder. I'm a, I'm, I'm a hardware guy. I can, I can yeah, no, I, I don't know? do coding. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you're more into the, the, the software, software stuff. stuff. Yeah. 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 And, um, which I, you know, totally appreciate, but, uh, uh, you know, it took me a while to get in the position I'm in where, uh, as long as I keep doing a good job, I'm not going to get fired period. Right. You right. know, like, and, and that's, and that just goes to show you the power of the propaganda of how I'm being lazy and you're going to be a piece of shit, you know? I know. I was talking to my girlfriend about it because, um, we actually have a dispensary out here called reefer madness. Oh, nice. so, yeah, we were passing by and I was like, Hey, reefer madness. Yeah. And then we started talking about it and I'm like, yeah, it was this film from like the 1960s. It was put out during the Reagan era meant to kind of, you know, dispel this, this notion that marijuana was anything, but, uh, I believe specifically, uh, I, I haven't watched in forever, so this isn't verbatim, but it's yeah. pretty damn close. They call it like the, the loco weed. It makes yeah. Mexicans go crazy. It makes black people riot and, and oh, yeah, rape yeah. people. And like they made all of these assumptions about it. How many of them were wrong? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was most of them. Yeah. No, you know, that's the thing. It's like uh, they're totally wrong, but yet the the Cheech and Chong stereotype, which is funny to watch, you know, and it's the reason why it's funny is because sometimes it's semi true. You, would, it's not the drugs that make people lazy. You just got that guy who's like, I'd rather just be high all day. And you know what? Honestly, I'd rather be high all day and oh, totally. play video games, but that's not paying my bills, so no. I do shit. I get you, man. I totally get <laughs> you. you. Know, if that's uh, it's not how you uh, get by, it's not uh, feasible. You know, I will say, like, I had one employer that was uh, probably like six now five five years ago now he was in arizona and uh I, I like you had mentioned you know i did kind of start my treatment during that prohibition era it was uh it was actually right at the end of my treatments that they started making it you know a oh. little bit yeah so they had they had started to kind of push it towards the the medicinal market and okay. try to get recreate or uh, not recreational try to get medicinal legalized and yeah. they did 
And so I got my medical card after treatments were over. And one employer actually used to let me go outside on my lunch break, go sit in my car, smoke a bowl, and come right back in and work just like normal. He knew I was doing it. He was very cool with it. I handed him my card from day one. And he was always just like, hey, man, he's got a medical card. Anybody that complained, he was like, look, he's a two-time cancer patient. He's got a medical card. Like, What do you want me to do? Right. I mean, how can you fucking deny the cancer guy? Right. (laughs) I I don't play that card very often, but let me tell you, that was the one where I was like, hey, (laughs) look, man. And they were all right with it. So I've never found another employer like that. Um, Most of them here in Colorado, if they're not a zero tolerance company, they're more of the keep it to yourself kind of, you know, like, you don't go around and advertise it, but we're not going to fire you for it. But hey, come to uh, Cocktail 30 and we'll, you know, hang out. Yeah, that's the thing that I always hate is I'm not a drinker like at all. Yeah. You know, I drink. I I can probably count on one hand the amount of drinks I've had in the last year. Nice. And uh, yeah, and it's just not my thing. I, I, well, I grew up in high school with a lot of kids and, and partied a lot very heavily totally. at a young age. So for me... I'm at that like turn down in life, you know. I'm I'm, I'm ready to just kind of kind of <laughs> hang out. I, I'm an indica guy. Okay, I'll just oh, tell you that. You. I'm not yeah. a sativa guy. Um, I will. You know, I'll smoke what I smoke, man. I came from that. Yeah. I came from the black market days where you didn't know what you got. You just <laughs> got what you got, and you so at it. yeah, yeah, it looks good. I'll smoke that, and yeah. you know, so so that's kind of what I'm used to. But now that I have the choice, I'm an indica guy, and and I think it helps me keep that lifestyle of, of very laid back. I think so. so. I, don't, I don't like the alcohol. Yeah. I've, I mean, unfortunately, I'm still a heavy drinker and I shouldn't be. I mean, every time I want to lose weight, I think, oh, man, if I just quit drinking, this would be the <laughs> moment. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have more respect for you for not doing it because I know it makes your life more productive ish, you know. But uh, uh, again, it's kind of weird. You can't really judge people by what they do. It's like, like, look at this commander in chief fucking orange motherfucker who doesn't do drugs supposedly except for Sudafed. uh you know he doesn't drink but you know he, he claims victim with like my brother died an alcoholic like bitch you fucking let the man die alone like that's yeah. not this man has no redeeming qualities and yet he does supposedly all the things that we should be doing as americans which yeah it's fucking gross <laughs> he's a gross human being and yeah. you know it's just what the fuck I dude, I totally agree with you, man. I mean, I, I've been an independent throughout this whole thing. Um, in fact, yeah. so I, I never affiliated when I was, you know, of legal age to vote. I thought that both yeah. parties just have their own agenda. And Agreed. if you're listening to the party, it's probably the wrong thing. You should probably right. think for yourself and what do yeah. you want, not what does the party want. Um, so this whole, I mean, I hate to say it, man. I'm a little worried, but <laughs> I, not even. I don't feel like our country's going to burn or anything like that, but I'd hate to say that I could seriously see him winning an election oh, with, yeah, the yeah, current, no, with the current candidates, yeah. you know, and well, the candidates from last time. I mean, I always left that meme that you ever see that with uh, uh, Eric DeAndre, uh, the comedian guy where he's, uh, he's shooting the guy in the back and yeah. uh, uh, it's, he's the uh, DNC and then that's Bernie's <laughs> Bernie, and then he shoots him. I, that's I, can't legacy. That I mean, honestly, it's, he's he's the one I think would raise the enthusiasm. They're they're all worried about some weird, um, radical issue. But the thing is, right now, the radical right's the one in charge right now. Right. 
I mean, right. I mean, they have the super majority. I mean, I mean, we're they so basically dominate from goddamn Nazi flags, and I mean, why is this Confederate flag an issue? It was a losing side. It yeah. wasn't even in a state or country. It wasn't even a. Uh, it was just a, a moment in time of our right. history. Like I'd agree. It's what the fuck. <laughs> we're in a we're in a very trying time, man. And honestly, like you said earlier, I think we're all vitamin THC deficient, dude. Yeah. I think really right now. Right now, in our political and and you know, as a country as a whole, our climate, dude. I think half of my friends don't even talk to me anymore because they think that I'm a Democrat <laughs> because I don't like Trump. But say, like, how can you be so blatant? Like, you're you're the other that, side. We're not friends right. now. Like, so you know, I feel like right now, dude, more than anything, if everybody just had a fucking joint, just like even if you don't smoke, dude, just yeah. just, just smoke a joint, relax. I think we'd all be doing a hell of a lot better right now, man. I, I gotta say, it's it's a very so. trying time. One big cloud surrounding the planet. And, you know. <laughs> that makes me think of some pictures I saw. You remember? Uh, well, you, you should remember when Seattle and uh, Washington went yeah. legal. There was like all these memes on Facebook of just yeah. it was just normal clouds, but they were like in Seattle after legalization, and it's just a fucking massive yeah. cloud. Just see the space needle floating above it. No, it's, it's, uh, it's good shit, man. Or, you know, that's the same year when Seattle or when uh, Washington and Colorado legalize it is when uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. They're yep. both they're both in the fucking same. I'm just saying there's something to this weed thing that uh, everybody else should be getting on board on. I agree, man. I definitely agree. Well, hey, man, it's a, um, oh, it's a, what's the, it's a Sunday. And it uh, it's a nice day here in Washington. I really need to make the most of it. But I really appreciate your time. Are you, do you have any social medias or anything you want people to check out or anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, my my own individual pages aren't that great, but I will just mention I've been doing a little bit of Twitch streaming. If you are oh, into great. people that like playing games and you like yeah. to watch streamers who smoke a little bit of weed while they play, uh, follow me. My name is Shinai, S-H-I-N-A-I-7047. Feel free to come hop on over, man. Send me that later too, and then uh, uh, I'll post it underneath. Will uh, do. Then everybody else, um, like, subscribe, and all the other shit. And then uh, you hold on a second. Let me just click this in this.